Hello brothers, hello everyone. Welcome again to the Art1920 podcast. It's always good to know that you are out there listening and just going on this journey together um, with us here. Uh, just understanding uh, God's mind and purpose for us as men. So it's still the Art1920 podcast, a podcast for men and by men where we just dig deep into the scripture to become men after God's own heart, men like Christ Jesus, to just come into that with God. It's calling us as men, not what the world is trying to turn men into, but what God really wants us to be, to be the head and the leader of our own life and that of our family and that of our society. I know we've covered different episodes that really talk about what do we mean by head, not the kind of way we, we present head in our generation, but to understand what is headship, and what does it mean to be head over your own life and over your community and your family? Please go back and look for some of those episodes that we've talked about it and really understand it so that you will not shy away from using the, the, that term, but you will not also be using it wrongly as an oppressive term to just oppress everybody around you. So we are still in our series that we've been treating the Sons of God series and we've taken about uh, nine sons. So today this is the tenth. Of the songs that we'll be talking about. So today we're talking about Barnabas. We're talking about Brother Barnabas from the book of the uh, Acts of the Apostle. And so he was called the son of encouragement. And so Barnabas, like, you know, like we know, he was a wealthy and a well educated man. But those two things did not stop him from being filled with the Holy Spirit. So the Bible called him as a man that was filled with the Spirit, as a good man, as a man that was part of the early church that served. And also even became an, 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 uh, a silent uh, disciple and apostle of the work that they were doing. And so he was just part of the work, part of the ministry. He supported the apostle a lot. He was sent out to do different work, to do church visitation, to follow up brethren. And at some point, he teamed up with Paul and really supported the ministry of Paul. And even really brought Paul even into the fold when Paul uh, got born again and the believers could not trust Paul. He was the one that vouched for him, was his patron, he was his benefactor. And so what are some of the lessons that we can learn from his life and from his ministry as men uh, from this son of, of God? So there are about seven to ten of it that we can learn. And so let's just quickly have a conversation around uh, Barabbas today and see what God will really help us. Holy Spirit, we invite you to just be with us today. Just guide us, go with us through this process that as we learn from the life of our brother, Barabbas, that we as men indeed become sons of encouragement because that is the invitation over our life as men. Have your Holy Spirit, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So good to always pray. I think we'll proceed next episode. We we'll always try to pray so that we we'll just launch ourselves uh, deeper into this conversation of what God wants us to be as His son. So the first lesson that we're going to be taking away from the life of Barnabas, our brother. Uh, in Christ is that he was a good man and full of the Holy Spirit. So are you a good man? Can people see of you that you're a good man? Can your family see of you that you're a good man? Can your children see of you of a good man? And that's also the same thing to me. That's a question I need to be asking myself. And not just good, because the trouble is that we have a lot of good men, supposedly good men out there, but they're not full of the Holy Spirit. And so the distinctive factor for us as believers is that, yes, we can be good men, but we must be filled with the Holy Spirit. And that is, that is very important. Because if we are not filled with the Holy Spirit, they were taken over by our good work, we begin to think it's about us, and we begin to usurp the glory to ourselves. But once you're a good man and you have the Spirit in you, it helps you to check you, it helps you to become humble and bring about that spirit of humility that is needed to walk 
even with the Lord. Secondly, he was a reconciler. He gives people second chance. We know remember when the believers were not ready to give uh, Paul a second chance, Barnabas was there. And even made Paul to come and write that when Paul wrote to us as believers, he said we've been called into the ministry of reconciliation. And so Barnabas, the son of encouragement, operated in that place. So as a man, are you a reconciler in your community? Are you a reconciler in your family? Are you a reconciler among your friends and in your community? And that is the invitation God is inviting us to learn to give people a second chance. Even the time, you know, everybody had issue with Paul. For those of us that understand that knows the scripture very well. There was a time he had an issue with Paul when they had John Mark that was working with them and Paul had an issue and Paul doesn't want to take John Mark. Even Paul himself forgot that it was Barnabas that gave him a second chance but Barnabas was there for John Paul. And so Barnabas is always a man that gives a second chance. And so for we as men, for we as disciples of Jesus Christ, the call is always to give people a second chance. Give them opportunity to not, not to change. Give them opportunity to grow. He was a giver. That's another lesson from his life. Are you a giver? I don't say, oh yeah, but he was a wealthy man. But it was beyond that because he sacrificed all of that to follow Christ. So it means that whatever he had left, he was giving. So don't wait until you become the richest man in the world before you start giving. Do you give? Giving is just beyond material things. Do you even give of yourself? Are you willing to sacrifice for others? And that is that call. The fourth lesson from the life of our brother was that he was a peacemaker. Bible said, "Blessed the peacemaker, because they call what the sons of God." Are you a peacemaker? Are you the one that stirs trouble in your group? Remember, peacemaker is not about running away from conflict. Those are two different things. Because if you run away from conflict, you're not making peace. You're only just postponing the day of trouble. Peacemakers know how to confront things headlong. They understand through the help of the Spirit to know when to say, "Well, this is not worth it." We just need to share our soul. We need to have conversation and we need to move on. We need to begin to learn how to make those changes. So are you making peace? Are you a peacemaker? He was a community man. As men, we've been called to live in community and we've been called to help our community. So he wasn't a community man. He was helping the people. He was helping a person in different ministry. And that's when he was a community man. They were able to send him to other communities to ensure that people were fine. And he was a patron for Paul. He was speaking for Paul. When nobody wanted to speak for Paul. Who are you speaking for? At the place of your work, when you have that power to make decisions about others, are you speaking for them? And the ultimate place you can speak for others is at the place of prayer. When you pray, do you speak for others? Even without them knowing and say, God, do this for my brother. God, do this for this person. God, do this for my colleagues. Are you a patron for someone? Who are you patroning for in life? In those rooms where you have power, in those rooms where you have access, who are you speaking on their behalf? For Paul, Barnabas was his patron. He was there for him. He was a forgiver. Because despite everything he did for Barnabas, uh, for Paul, Paul still turned against him when they were having issue, Paul departed and went his way. But Barnabas will always forgive. He had an open heart. As men, we've been called to forgive. For us, we to even operate with our families. For those of us that are married, with our wife, with our kids, with our colleagues, we need to learn the spirit of forgiveness. And that is the core of believers. That's the core. That's what made Christianity different from any other religion. That's what made the early Christian so different because people do not understand them. Despite we're burning them in the stake, 
They were killing them. They were throwing them in the den of lions. They were forgiven. They were singing to their dead. And just, I always just tell people that I believe that if Stephen never operated in the spirit of forgiveness, he might not have had Paul. Because he was one that prayed, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. And just a chapter after that place, we saw Saul turning into Paul and coming into the kingdom. Who do you need to forgive as you are listening to this podcast? Who do you need to think deep and forgive? I want you to just take a moment, just begin to ask the Lord, who should I forgive? As a man, you need to operate in that spirit. For you to really come into this leadership that God is calling you as a man, then you need to learn to forgive. What other lessons can we learn from the life of Barnabas? Is that he was a leader with that position. Because in the beginning at that point, there was no clear position for him. But he was there to help. He was not very clearly named in the beginning as the full uh, apostle and all of that, but he was there working. But he was also honoring hierarchy. Because sometimes some of us were gifted, we are blessed, we are in the committee, the people call you always, but you're forgetting that you are not the president of the group. You forget that you're not the director of the group. You forget that you're not the leader of the group. And you just begin to misbehave. You don't honor them. And so when they turn against you, you say, oh, they're just jealous of me. No, you set yourself up for that. Learn to honor hierarchy. If you have an organization that operates in hierarchy, learn to honor hierarchy. Even if people like you, if you're a leader that has position and people send you every person around, just give them their honor. Give them their due. It might be some of the solution that you have for whatever crisis you are facing right now at your place of work, or even facing with people around you. Just honor them. Honor hierarchy. One other lesson from the life of Barnabas that he showed us was that he showed us the spirit of a prophet is to strengthen and encourage others. So when you call yourself a prophet and everything you see is only doom or destruction for people, hmm, what kind of prophet are you? Yes, you can say the things the way you see them, but prophecy is also about strengthening people and encouraging believers, especially the believers, your own fellow brothers and sisters, you need to encourage them. You have the spirit of encouragement. The most that when we talk about prophecy, people think about oh, someone that just sees the future, someone that just mopples some kind of word and just, oh, thus says the Lord. No. Once you encourage, once you strengthen people, you're walking in the spirit of prophecy. You're walking in the spirit of as a prophet. I remember that as we're talking again, we've seen again here, he is a prophet. So God is calling us as men to be prophet. Have you walked into your own prophetic ministry? Are you walking in your own prophecy, uh, a prophetic dynamic? Remember, we talk about prophetic dynamic is not actually to go and open a church or to begin to say, oh, you prophesy here and there. No, that's not what we're saying. They've been called to be a prophet over your own life, to encourage yourself, to strengthen yourself, and to encourage other believers and your family members. Now, the second, the last lesson, the lists are endless, but that we can learn from the life of our brother Barnabas is that there's a blessing called peace. And Barnabas operated in it. There is a blessing called peace. And this blessing called peace means that there might be chaos, there might be economic tumor in your company, there might, things might be shaking, you might be even looking for school fees or house rent. But you just, you are peaceful. Hallelujah. Friends, that is a powerful uh, blessing. And I think that's the blessing we'll be praying about as we end this podcast. Do you want to operate in the blessing called peace? Barnabas operated full full cloud in it. 
And that's why in every crisis and everything, when they had an issue with Paul, he was at peace. When they had issue everywhere, Barnabas was go in chaos and everything, he was peaceful. And that's what God wants all of us as men, all of us as believers to enjoy it. But don't you just come to everybody. And that's why you see people around you as are listening to me now. You know a lot of people that you don't see them, that no matter what, these people are peaceful. It is a blessing from God. It's not by their making. Not so it's their nature, they're just gentle. No, no. It's the spirit and the blessing of peace. And you can pray it over your children, you can pray it over your life. That people so these children are just so peaceful. Is that is their nature, is their father, they just look like their father. No, 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 no. There is a gift called peace. Active children and all of that, they can still be peaceful. Because it is a gift. And Barabbas operated in it. And we're all called to operate in it. And I can say it in operating in my own life too. And so you've been called to just walk in this dimension. And the final thing that we can learn from the life of our brother is that never be aligned with the majority. Always be aligned in love. In the moment there was separation that was going to happen between him and, and, and Paul, there was a lot of people that aligned with Paul, but he stood on the side of love. Are you standing on the side of the majority or on the side of love? I'm always love. God is love. Jesus is love. So once you stand by Jesus, you're standing by love, not by majority. In your home, as a man, as you're getting married to your wife, or, you know, to, are you standing by the side of your family people against your wife? But standing with your wife is you're standing with love. Standing against her is that you're standing with the majority. No matter what, you must stand with love. Friends, I don't know, this episode is really calling us deeper and deeper into a place of walk with God to become good men full of the Spirit. Can we just pray to better precious Father, we thank you for this hour. I pray for myself, my brothers, and all that have listened to this podcast that God will not just be good men or good people, but will be good men and good people filled with the Spirit. Lord, we just also ask that we will come into the blessing called peace. For those of us already operating in this blessing, that we will continue to go deeper and deeper and deeper in the blessing of peace in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord. That as we go out today or wherever we are, whatever we'll point will be, make us voices for others. In rooms where you have placed us, let us be those that will advocate for others and for their success. Help us, O oh Lord, because that's what you are calling us as men, even in our generation. Thank you, Holy Spirit divine, for we pray and ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, friends, for coming again to listen to today's episode of the Art 1920 podcast, a podcast for men and by men, where we proclaim the truth of what God wants us to become uh, as men. So it has been the series, The Sons of God. And I hope you've been blessed by the life of Barnabas today. And so by the grace of God, by next week, we'll be coming back to look at another dynamic young man called Asahel. We're going to be looking at the life of Asahel and we'll let know who he, who he was and what are some of the lessons that we can learn from his life because he was a man of war. Thank you so much. Stay blessed and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.